I'm excited to be back for another Her Story episode where we are featuring women from the Food Freedom Program that have found food freedom in their lives and sharing with us how they are living food freedom. And in today's episode, I'm really excited to chat with Amy. You are going to absolutely love her story. She shares about how she went from constantly checking the scale, thinking about her body, worrying about her weight, on and off dieting, what she should and shouldn't eat, this mental energy that went to dieting and um, changing and, and all of that for so many, so many years and how she came to a place of peace and acceptance while also creating some beautiful change in her life and teaching her children and, and especially her daughters these principles as well. So if you are someone that has struggled in and out of diets, uh, struggled with your relationship with the scale, feeling like you're spending so much mental energy on food and your relationship with food and your body and you want to come to a place of peace you want to maybe teach your children how to also find love and support for their bodies this is a wonderful episode to you for you i feel like it's a feel-good episode i really um felt it was just so magical it felt so good to hear these and you can feel the peace um, that she shares in her voice and so if you are feeling any Thing other than peace, I highly recommend you listen to this episode today. So enjoy. Okay, my friends, I am really excited to have another one of our Her Story um, podcast episodes. I think this is really fun because I love having an opportunity to um, let you guys into the lives of other women that aren't me and aren't the, aren't the coach and you know the instructor and all of that that um, you can relate to and maybe they share stories that. Um, are meaningful for you and that you can relate to. So I'm very excited to have a food freedom student, Amy, joining with us. Thank you for joining me today, Amy. And I just want to say, first of all, I'm proud of you for being here. It's brave to share your story. So thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. It's, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Well, let's just dive in. I, I really want this to be like a digestible episode, just one that's fun to listen to. And if anybody, you know, hears something in your story that resonates with them, um, I think that can be so powerful. So why don't you, I mean, obviously we could go, this could take a long time, but why don't you just give us a little bit of um, a taste of your story, kind of specifically as it relates to like before you found food freedom and what what really like brought you to, you know, finding me, finding food freedom as it relates to your story? So um, I think I spent a lot of time over the last year, year and a half, um, as I approached that magical age of 50, um, thinking about, you know, like how I was taking care of myself or how I wasn't taking good enough care of myself. And um you know, how I had been thinking for years that I needed to do better and I wanted to feel better. And, um, but I was probably like a lot of other women. Um, I know I was like a lot of other women in food freedom. Um, I soon found out um, and that I was kind of like on this perpetual cycle of the diet hamster wheel. Um, so I would, I would go on a cleanse and then I would go on a diet and then I'd lose some weight and I'd get to, you know, get to the goal and like, you know, be thrilled that I was at the goal. And then I'd be like, oh gosh, now what? 
um, and try to figure out what to do. And um, I'd go for a little while and I'd gain a few pounds back and um, I'd stop working out and I'd get back on that diet hamster wheel again. And, you know, it's kind of like wash, rinse and repeat. I was doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and I just, I got to a point where, you know, I said, there's got to be something else. Like there's got to be some way to get off this hamster wheel. Um, stop like, you know, I basically was starving myself, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, over and over again. And I got sick of that because I really enjoy eating and I really enjoy food and I enjoy um, a beverage with my husband and my friends from time to time. And I just got sick of that whole cycle of, um, you know, like binging and restriction and binging and restriction. Um, and it, you know, it just wasn't a pleasant way to live my life. Um, and then I, you know, I said, I was, I knew I was going to be turning 50 soon. And I just said, I, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. And I want to figure out um, how to do better for not just me, but for my girls, yeah. because I have a, you know, a 12 and an almost 14 year old. And I, you know, just in the back of your head, you kind of know you're not setting the right example for them either. Um, and they start noticing their own bodies at that, that age. And I just knew I needed to do something um, better for, for me and for, for all of us. So um, I actually came across sort of by you know, on a fluke, I came across your ditch the diet challenge. And um, I don't even know how it, it just must have just popped up in my feed one day. Um, I don't even know so if we ever made that connection and where I, it I came from. Yeah, I don't even remember how it but it just popped up. And so um, I, I joined that. Um, I guess that was like last summer, maybe last yeah. early last fall. And, um, and so I just was like, wow, this is, this might be what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. so, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I was and how I got here. I love that because there were a couple of things that came into play here. Um, one, you were looking for it, right? I think mm -hmm. that's really important. Sometimes when we go, you know, when the, what's the quote, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, you know, you yeah. are ready. And I wanted to kind of address this question with you that you brought up that you were just in this space of like, I'm, I'm done doing it this way. How did you kind of come to terms with the idea that it wasn't working for you? Because I think there's a lot of women that we know in our brains that it's not working. Like we can, we can say like, okay, I've done this diet a hundred times. I've tried this, but yet there's still this pull to go back. What kind of like, what do you think helped you get out of that pull to go back? Because I think a lot of women can really relate to the desire to maybe get out, but not knowing how it's almost like this gravity, like pulling us mm -hmm. back in. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I was stuck. I felt completely stuck. Um, and I felt like I was thinking, and, um, I just, I don't know. I got to a point where I said, like, I hate my, I hate all of my clothes. Mm. I, I say no to going out often because I don't have anything to wear because I don't want to wear any of the clothes that I have. I just don't feel good about me. And I know I'm not taking care of myself and I know um, that I could do better. I just, I just got to this point where I got kind of tired of being in my own skin really. Um, 
and honestly I got tired of like the sort of like the you know the starving and then the the you know binging and feeling rotten about myself every time I did you know fall off the wagon um it just it, it just got old it was not fun I was probably grumpy I know I wasn't um anywhere near my best self I wasn't happy with um just that cycle um I knew I knew it wasn't a healthy cycle either but I guess I just didn't know what else to do um and I had a lot of labels about um which is what we learned a lot about in food freedom I had all these labels about like what was good food and what was bad food and um you know while everybody else is having fun enjoying this I'm over here you know eating a carrot stick or a piece of celery which I don't even like um <laughs> I'm just like there's you know I'm stuck and there's just got to be something else out there there's got to be a better way yeah I love that you're you're kind of infusing some hope in the moment because there's a lot of women that can really relate to this feeling of like exhaustion, mental mm -hmm. exhaustion, physical exhaustion, um, exhaustion of trying to find the right program and all of that, you know? And so, so there was just kind of this place of like, I'm feeling exhausted, but a glimmer of hope, like there has to be another way. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I would, I would see people out there who looked happy and I just, it's like, I just, I want to be that person. And, um, you know, I mean, there, not that I was unhappy, but I just, I just knew there was something else out there that was, that was a better way of, of living and a better way of, of trying to accomplish wellness. Um, you know, I think for me, I, I think age probably helped too, because you, you kind of, you become a little more forgiving of yourself and of things the older you get you kind of look at things that matter and things that don't matter as much and so maybe I was I, I you know I just think the stars aligned I think I was primed and ready for something more and something better um, I knew there was something better I knew I could be better um, and I I was ready to figure out what that was and to put in the time and the effort um, that I needed for me um, to do it yeah. So. And I, I'm so glad you bring that up because, you know, you can't have anyone else do it for you. And it does, right. it does require you to put in your own work, right? You decided mm -hmm. what that looked like. Um, and I think that's so important for us to identify that when we want to create change, there is work that is involved, but we get to choose what that looks like. Yeah. So tell me then, like, you kind of took this leap of faith, you know, <laughs> this leap of faith of like, I've done a hundred of these before. This seems different, but I don't know if it's different, right? Like there's probably, there was probably some like, um, you know, it, there was a leap of faith involved. Was there a turning point for you or a moment, um, in your journey that made you realize like, Hey, this is the path that I need to be on? Um, I think, I think it was during that week long challenge, um, where, you know, I would, I would listen to you speak and I would listen to you talk about, um, what food freedom looked like, but all the time 
I, there's something in the back of my mind that was saying to me, this is not just about food. Like she's saying all of these things and she's teaching me these things, but there is something else happening in here that's not just about food. Um, and I just knew I needed to explore what that was um, because it, it, you know, I, when you told me, when you told all of us in that, in that challenge that all food was allowed, like my mind was blown. And so maybe, you know, maybe that was that aha moment where I said, you know, wow, this is for me. Like she's telling me all the foods are allowed and that um, I can, I can, you know, do the things that I want to do um, and enjoy the things that bring me pleasure. Um, and, you know, I can also sort of like mold into change if that's what I wanted um, or not. But I just, I just felt like there was something more to it than just about, it, it wasn't about a diet anymore. There was something lifestyle oriented um, and something non-food oriented that made me just say, this, this is something I want to explore. Um, there's something more to it. Yeah. I love that. And so what would you maybe say to the woman who is kind of in those shoes of feeling, I think you were feeling, a, tell me if I'm right or on, on par here, if you were feeling kind of this like desperation to get out of your body, right. This, this weight loss. Oh, approach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I, this is a very common feeling for a lot of women. And we talked a lot about that. We talk a lot about this in food freedom. Um, but what would you say to the woman who's feeling this desire to shift and, but feels unhappy in her body, desperate to get out of her body. And then she hears something like food is allowed. Mm -hmm. And if, like you said, like it kind of almost makes your mind blow a little bit, yeah. like what? Did. <laughs> yeah. So what, like, what does she need to hear from you? I, I want to go back because um, one thing that's interesting about where I was when I found you, Elizabeth, is I had lost the weight. Like yeah. earlier last year, I embarked on one of those diets and I lost 25 pounds and it got to the end of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, what next? Yeah. Um, and so I, I was supposed to love my body at that point. Like I was supposed to be, this is, you know, I, I did it. I lost the weight. I look good. Everything is fabulous, but it wasn't fabulous. Like there was just still something there that was, was missing. And part of it was the what's next. Um, but part of it was just that, you know, I still looked at myself like I was some other person, like I wasn't me. And I just was like, who is this person? And do I even like this person? Um, and so um, I, I just, it's, it's funny because I had gotten to where I thought I wanted to be, but I wasn't there yet. Um, and so, you know, for the, the girl out there who was like me, who's, um, you know, just, you look in the mirror and you're like, who is that person? And where's the, where's that girl that I used to be, that girl that I want to be? Um, how do I get back to her? Like, how do I get back to, you know, caring about me and loving me and, and, um, you know, flaws and all, I mean, I'm, I don't have, I don't have perfect body. And, um, 
you know, there's all these things about me that I'm still discovering even months after the food freedom program um, was over. Um, but it really was about just going inside and, and anybody can do this if they want to. It's just about going inside and saying like, where's that girl that I used to be? And where's, where are those feelings that I used to have? And how do I get back to those? Um, and, you know, the food freedom program, I mean, I'm still working on it, but it's, it just allowed me to, to take a step back um, and look at what's here now and say, well, gosh, like I am 50 years old. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm strong. I, you know, I get up every day. I take care of my family. I do all of these things. I take care of myself and that's all good stuff. Um, and it's just a, you know, the ability to, even on a, you know, not one of my best days, the ability to step back and say, you know, like there is good in me and this body, um, you know, in whatever shape it's in, like there is, there's strength and beauty and good in this that um, I just didn't, I guess I just wasn't, you know, maybe I was blind to it before, but, you know, like my body has birthed three beautiful babies and um, my legs, you know, carry me around all day long doing all the stuff that I do every day. And my arms, you know, I, I get some of this stuff from you, Elizabeth, some of the things that you've said, like, I think, oh, you know, like my daughter got braces yesterday and she was feeling, her teeth were feeling kind of rough and my arms can hug her. Like my arms are good. Mm -hmm. um, and there's just so much more to it. Um, so it's, it's not about, you know, figuring out that you can eat all the stuff because you can, you know, like all food is allowed, but I, there's so much good, um, in our bodies that I just didn't realize um, until, until I went through food freedom. And like I said, I had lost the weight and I was not, it just wasn't there. Um, there was more inside, you know, sort of that aha, that heart work that, um, that I just didn't realize I needed to do. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's, it's really, it's funny we name it food freedom, but it's so much more than food. It is. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like food freedom, body freedom, like, you know, life freedom. I just, you know, and then I, I learn something new every day. Um, I discover something new every day. There are definitely days where I'm like, oh, you know, what am I doing? And, you know, it hasn't been a great day. So what, you know, what happened today? But then I, you know, when I can quiet my mind and sit back and really think about it. Um, you know, I say there's just so much good, um, in me and this body and, um, you know, sharing a meal with my family and cooking together and doing all the stuff that, um, I just didn't take the time to really appreciate before. Yeah. So, and I think you, you really coined that, um, that phrase or that term, uh, mirror moments when you kind of shared with us that you know, there was a time where you just, you saw your body and it was good. And that yeah. was really the, the, a, a cool moment for you. And it, and it's, 
spiraled. So, you know, we know that food freedom, the definition of food freedom is not being perfect with food or not ever overeating Mm -hmm. again, or, you know, having moments and things like that, but being able to be resilient and return and realign with your vision. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love, you know, what you brought in is this concept of, because I love my body, I take this action, right. Right. Versus I'm desperate to get out of it. So I have to do actions that I don't like, or that are miserable for me. And you've flipped this dialogue to, because my body is good, I do this. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you, you bring up the mirror moments. I mean, that, that was, I I laugh about it when I think about it now, that was like a life changing moment for me because I think it was, it was probably the first time I don't even know if ever in my life um, I I walked by a mirror and I saw myself and it startled me at first because I was like oh my gosh who is that who is that in that you know I thought there was someone else there yeah. and I looked at that person and I'm like oh my gosh that's me like that's me and that is good like there is good in all of that that I see there that you know the good parts and the wobbly parts and the you know parts that I probably would have looked at before and said like oh gosh like fix that part um I just I don't know I just like I saw my eyes and I saw my face and I saw my body and I was like there's something really good there and it wasn't a stranger like walking behind me that I you know (laughs) startled me when I first saw myself um and I've had, I've had subsequent mirror moments and like, I don't have mirror moments every single day, but I have them at random times. I think when I need them, yeah. um, and you know, not just mirror moments, like in a mirror, but just events or little things, moments during the day where something will click in my head or where something, you know, I'll have a thought. Um, or some epiphany, you know, because I get these epiphanies, <laughs> I get really excited about it. Um, but I kind of look at those as, as mirror moments, because they just, like, bring this surprise, but this warmth, like, into me that just, I didn't have before. Yeah, so that's, it's powerful. That gave me chills when you were talking about it. And the one thing that I wanted to really, um, bring up that you, that you mentioned with that as well is that you're not, we don't have these every day. Sometimes we have our bad days. Sometimes we have our hard moments. And I think there's power in opposition, right? Power Mm -hmm. in the struggle. So if you didn't have the hard moments, you wouldn't have the, the beautiful moments that, essentially the hard moments brought you, right? Those hard moments are what help you step into like, okay, I'm feeling crummy. What do I need to do about it? And if we didn't have those times, we wouldn't be able to make progress. And so I just really wanted to like highlight that to say, that's good. It's good to have those moments of, you know, I'm not feeling great in this way. What should I do about it? Or, you know, like helping yourself work through that and grow. Uh, Yeah. And I I think, I think that feeling of helplessness that I once have, or that feeling of stuckness, um, you know, like I know there are things that I can do to take care of this body, um, and to honor this body that, um, that make me not feel helpless 
anymore. Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's really powerful. It's, it's kind of like taking your own personal power back and saying, okay, I'm not a, I'm not a victim to all of this stuff anymore. I, you know, I am in control of this and I'm responsible for this. You know, I am responsible for the outcome. So um, if I sit down and eat a, you know, a box of cookies, I know what the outcome is and I'm prepared to live with that. Um, but is, you know, is that what I want to do? It's like that part of my overall wellness vision. Maybe one cookie is part of my vision yeah. of a woman of wellness, but, um, but I don't need that, you know, that whole box of cookies, you know what I mean? Um, but just, you know, it's just, being accountable for yourself, like you're completely responsible for the decisions that you make. And, and um, it feels good to have that power um, and not to feel so stuck and helpless all the time. I love that. Giving the power back to you. Mm -hmm. um, so how does this then, you know, I think you've done a lovely job kind of transitioning us into a space of how does, you know, what you've what you worked on with your body correlate to now your relationship with food, because I think that's a really important component as well. Like what is your approach to food and how do you feel different um, than you did before? I feel a whole lot less stressed about um, food in general. Um, you know, like I did food freedom before the holidays and um, that was big because it was big for me because the holidays are typically a time of sort of overindulgence and um, you eat a lot of stuff <laughs> at the holidays. Um, and I, I just, I, I think every year when the holidays are coming, I'm like, oh, here it comes. And on January 1st, I'm going to have to go on a diet and I'm going to have to like undo all of the damage that I did over the holidays. Um, the holidays came and went and it was almost like I, I knew how to handle them. I knew that um, there were going to be some special foods and it was okay for me to enjoy them, that it was okay for me to, you know, to have some of those and then to move on. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a deal breaker. It didn't make me a bad person. It, you know, wasn't going to make me fat or what, you know, it just wasn't, it food, it was just food. It was just a meal. And I could approach it like it was, it was just a meal, um, just another meal. And it was delicious and I enjoyed it, but it was just another meal. And after the meal was over, you know, we continued to celebrate the holidays. Like it just wasn't, um, it wasn't that big a deal. You know, when, um, I'm thinking about what we're going to have for dinner now, um, I don't look at it and say, oh, well, we can't have mashed potatoes because they're bad and we can't have, um, you know, certain foods because they're bad and we can only have the good foods. Um, I've tried to, you know, really remove the labels um, of good and bad from food and just say, you know, like, we can have all of this food, but what, what you know, on this menu actually, like, fulfills my needs um, as, as a woman of wellness, like what on here will actually help me, you know, maintain my vision of this woman of wellness that I've, that I've um, put together. And um, it's just, 
it, it's like a burden was lifted. It's just so much less stressful. And if there is something that I want to have that, um, you know, I would have considered on the bad list before, it's okay. I can, I can have some of that and be satisfied with that and move on. It doesn't make me, you know, a bad person or that I've made a bad choice. Um, I trust my choices with food. I know what foods make me feel better than others. Um, I know what foods will help me maintain that, that vision that I have. Um, and I'm not scared to go out to dinner um, with my husband because, you know, who knows what's going to be on the menu and I'm just going to overindulge. Like that stuff just doesn't worry me the way it used to. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a heavy burden that was lifted um, when I could actually approach food in a more, I guess, a more neutral way. Um, mm. Yeah. So cool. I, I love that. And um, it made me think, cause I get a lot of messages from women saying that I, I, I like, don't even want to think about food anymore. I'm so tired of the obsession over food. And I think what you brought in is like, unfortunately we can't not think about food. Like it's mm -hmm. life sustaining, but food is a non-issue, right? Yeah. Like it's just part of your life and it's a fulfilling part of your life now versus, mm -hmm. um, something that's feels like an obsession or drains you of your mental energy, um, physical energy as well. So mm -hmm. I kind of thought that would be a good like phrase. Food is a non-issue in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I want to hear then I want, I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Um, because one of the things that we talk about in food freedom is that food freedom looks different for everyone and you get to define what that looks like. And I think it's really important that, um, women know that you get to make that choice, what food freedom looks like for you. And that takes some time and, you know, there's some discovery there, but will you share with us a little bit of maybe your food freedom vision and what having food freedom in your life looks like for you? Oh gosh. Um, where do I start? So, you know, really food freedom for me kind of looks a lot like what I just described. It's just, um, you know, not, not having that heavy burden of what do I do? How do I do it? Um, you know, where do I start and stop? Um, it's just every day, you know, I, I just don't worry about food. Um, you know, I don't, I don't worry about if my husband says, Hey, do you want to go out to dinner? Well, no, we probably shouldn't because, you know, um, there's going to be a lot of stuff there that I really shouldn't eat. Um, it's really about just being able to experience life in the way that I want to experience it, knowing what makes me feel good and what doesn't make me feel as good. Um, and, and just, you know, moving on in that way. Um, you know, I just really do feel like food freedom for me is like not having that heavy burden on my shoulders to, um, you know, always be doing the right thing and eating the right things. And, um, making the, the perfect choices. And, um, you know, then if I didn't make the perfect choice, um, having to start over again the next day and, um, you know, just that feeling of 
oh, I blew it again. Um, there is, there is no blowing it anymore. And I like that. I'm not, you know, food freedom for me is not starting over every Monday. Um, and, um, that's, you know, just every day, every day is okay. Um, and food is, is good. And my body is good and it's strong. And, um, and I just don't feel that heavy weight. Um, and, and again, you know, I don't have to start again on Monday, you know, yeah. every single week or every month or every new year, whatever it is, um, yeah. just being able to live life every day and enjoy it. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I, I did put you on the spot because I think sometimes people would be like, well, food freedom is freedom. <laughs> you know, it's almost as simple as that is that freedom to choose and to feel confident and all of that. So thank you so much for, for really sharing that with, um, us and sharing your story. I want to ask like, what's, what's up next for you? Because you have some, some fun things that, you know, you have, I love that you food freedom really has kind of propelled some growth in you, right. To be able to, um, maybe folk like have energy to focus on other things. Mm -hmm. So, I just think it'd be fun if you wanted to share a little, whatever you wanted to share with us of like, what, what, what's open for you right now? Um, you know, I, I talk about these epiphanies that I have, and I'm always like so amazed by the thoughts that, <laughs> that come out of my, my old brain. Um, but I, so I, you know, I just recently um, said something to my husband about, um, you know, I think I think we should go out more and he was just like what 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 do you mean go out more um and I said well like you know we should we should like just go out a little more he goes like date nights are you asking like me to go out on date nights and I I don't think my husband and I have had date nights and like real date nights I don't even know when the last time was we didn't even talk about date nights like I don't even know what a date night is um and he's like date nights you we should go out for date nights and I said I think, I think we should, we should go out and, you know, like have a beverage and get a nice meal and just like, just the two of us. Um, and he was like, so excited about that. Um, he started saying, well, we should go on hikes and we should go on bike rides and we should do all of these things. And I just was like, slow down. I just said a meal, just, we're going to take a meal together. Um, but, you know, I just, I, I, I'm really looking forward. I just feel like I'm in a place now where I just want to connect with, um, with my husband again. Um, you know, just life gets in the way and all these, all these insecurities that you have really kind of erode your, your confidence. And sometimes they get in the way of, of maintaining those connections with your family um, and your significant others. And um you know, I just really want to, to reconnect with him and entertain some date nights again um, and just, you know, foster those deeper connections, even with my kids, because I know sometimes I just, you know, like my brain just wasn't and my my heart wasn't in it um, all the time with them. And it's not it's not in it every day. You know, it's not perfect every day now, um, but I just feel like I'm in a place now where um you know, I just want to reconnect with, with them and deepen the connections with them and even deepen the connection with my own self, like just exploring, you know, like what makes me tick and what makes me happy. And, um, 
you know, what, what brings me joy and pleasure and, um, and allowing for some experimentation to see what those things are. Um, because I think, you know, when you're, when you're not feeling great about yourself and you're, you're worried all the time about food and diets and, and just all the things, um, it takes away from your ability to, you know, experience joy and pleasure. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to now. Um, just discovering like who I am again and, um, who my husband and I are as a couple and our family and, um, yeah. So that's awesome. Kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And that's what, that's what freedom brings is the ability to like open up and to, to give more when, when we're so, um, I don't know if this is the right phrase, but like focused on ourselves, like almost not focused, but just like stuck in ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. we're unable to open up, you know, and there's, Mm -hmm. there's a few women that have shared with me that same sentiment that like, as they've gone through food freedom, they've had this stronger desire to connect with their spouse or their partner. And I think it's really cool. Like I, like you said, it's, it's more than just about food. And I think that's really one of the cool, what we might call side effects of finding food freedom is that opening for more connection. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so appreciative and you're brave for sharing your story. It's not easy to come on a podcast if you're not used to it. So I'm so thankful that you are willing to share with us. And I really hope that, you know, someone listening who has felt those feelings that you felt or has been in that cycle that you were in, um, can resonate and, and relate to your story. So before we sign off, um, what would you do you have any parting words or what would you say to the woman who feels stuck in the cycle and, and what food freedom might make available to her? What would you share with her? I mean, I would say, you know, invest in yourself, invest the time and the effort um, in yourself because you are so worth it. Um, But one thing we didn't even touch on Elizabeth was the community of people within food freedom and what a special community that is and how, you'll get in there and you just realize, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Um, I, you know, I don't carry this burden by myself. I, I carry it with a whole lot of other women um, who are experiencing um, the same kinds of feelings and thoughts that I am. Um, we come from all walks of life all around the world, really. And that community of people in, in food freedom um, was just amazing. And it, you know, I think it, it fueled me, um, through the process, just, you know, the dialogues back and forth and just being able to share and open up and have a safe place to kind of let that stuff out. Um, and somebody, you know, for somebody else to say, oh my gosh, I feel that too. And I feel you and I see you, um, those feelings are all valid and those, those pains and struggles are valid. Um, but that community just was, was really unbelievable. And I think it, it allows for, for, you know, growth and discovery and, um, it allows you to kind of come out and say, wow, all those things that they don't, they're not true. Those stories that we tell ourselves, they're not true. Um, so, you know, for somebody who is thinking about this, um, I think no more, just do it. Um, because it's, I mean, Elizabeth's coaching in that community is just so good. Um, you're, you're such a, a gifted coach. Um, 
And, you know, you, you helped to give us, you gave me the confidence to believe that I could, you know, I could get to wherever it was that I wanted to go. Um, so between you and the community and just the, the process itself, um, you know, like, don't think about it, just, just do it because it's, I couldn't have imagined feeling this way six or seven months ago. Um, and um, so, you know, if you're on the fence, don't be on the fence, just hop over, come join us. Come join us. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And, and um, you know, I want to, I want to highlight you too, is that, you know, this change came because you, you put in the work too, you know, and you were willing to be coachable and willing to um, be open to new, new ways of thinking, you know, and new avenues that maybe you hadn't tried before. And so um, all of the, um, all of the honor goes to you because you really put in this work. And I love, like, nothing makes me happier than seeing you feel fulfilled. And, and, you know, like you said, like rediscovering who that is and, and entering a place of freedom um, and what possibilities are available to you. So thank you so much again for um, sharing your story with us, Amy. Thank you. If you found yourself loving this episode, resonating with some of the things that were said, wanting to learn more, wanting to go more and heal your relationship with your body, your relationship with food and step into the identity and version of the woman of wellness that you want to become, I want to invite you to join us inside the Food Freedom Program. This is a space for women to come to heal from chronic dieting, binging, restricting, emotional eating, and all of that feeling of stuck, that's being stuck in the vicious cycle of dieting. If this is you, the doors are opening on March 28th and they do not stay open long. Get on the wait list at awomanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. I'm so excited to see you in there and even more excited to support you every step of the way.